0: Hey everybody, I'm David Dillon, and this is Centered, an exploration of spiritual practices for everyday life. We are so glad you are here. No matter your experience with God, faith, prayer, or spiritual practice, this is a podcast designed for anyone who would like to live life with just a little more balance and health, a little more centeredness and less distraction, a little more compassion and less anxiety. We are so glad to be with you. This week, we are exploring the connection between our physical bodies and that intangible part of our beings that we can name as our soul. In our previous introductory episode, we talked about how engaging ourselves physically in spiritual practices can help lead to that centeredness that we seek internally. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would encourage you to do so. As I mentioned yesterday in that episode... Today is all about walking as a spiritual practice. And I'll lead off with a confession. I love to walk. I love walking with my wife. I love walking with my two sons. I love walking with my dog. And I love walking with friends. And due to a couple of aging knees that prevent me from running, I love walking for exercise. But I also love walking with Jesus. It's interesting that in scripture, this idea of walking with God is is used metaphorically to mean one who lives his or her life in close communion with God. You see that a couple times in the book of Genesis where it says, Enoch walked with God and Noah walked with God. Implied in these statements is the lesson that these are guys we should look up to. This is how we should live life if we want to live it to the fullest, if we want to live in a centered way. And then if we read on in the book of Leviticus, it turns that idea around and God says to his people, I will also walk among you and be your God. I can't help but think that this kind of harkens back to the early part of Genesis before sin entered the picture when it sounds like it was a regular habit for God to spend time walking with the man and the woman in the garden. So, one way to pursue that ideal of being known as one who walked with God is to literally do it through this spiritual practice of prayer walking. Adele Cahoon, in her book, Spiritual Disciplines Handbook, has a chapter on prayer walking. And she begins by writing, Some people do their best praying while they are moving. Prayer walking can be a wonderful gift for those who like to get up and move around. Might you be one of those people that would benefit from this type of spiritual practice? And I, I think in a similar way to breath prayer that we experienced last week, that that rhythmic inhaling and exhaling, uh, there's some parallels with prayer walking in that You've got this rhythm of step by step by step by step. You're you're moving through a landscape. And I think in the same way that walking with another person can kind of bring a, a sort of natural rhythm to conversation. So that is true when we walk with Jesus in a prayer walk. So my hope today is to encourage you to give this practice a try after we discuss some hopefully helpful ways to approach this. With me today, I'm joined by a very special guest, my oldest son, Caleb. So welcome, Caleb. Thank you. Caleb, you're a high school student with many interests. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you like to do with your time?
1: Well, I enjoy playing music a lot like you, and I'm in the jazz band at Arapahoe High School and also play on the worship team at church. And I recently got into rock climbing and I've been going to the indoor climbing gym with friends.
0: So, two and a half years ago, I asked if you would want to engage on a pretty epic example of a prayer walk, and that was to walk the Camino de Santiago together. Can you tell me what your initial reaction was to embarking on a 500-mile walk with your old man?
1: My initial reaction was that it was a bit daunting of a feat, But it sounded like something that was fun and that I'd like to do. I knew it would be hard but doable for the two of us. Plus, I'd never been to Europe before, and it sounded like an awesome new experience and a great way to spend my summer.
0: So it sounds like for you, at least initially, that the appeal is more in the physical challenge as well as the adventure of an extended trip away from home. Uh, Can you describe, though, some of the intentional things we did to make that not just a physical exercise, but a spiritual one as well?
1: We made that trip a uh, rite of passage for me, and often we would begin the day early with a cup of café con leche for you and a cup of colacao, Spanish hot chocolate for me. And we would just start the day talking to God and praying and uh, asking Him to bless our day of walking. And there were many instances where we had the privilege of walking through beautiful Spanish forests or along the beach or through urban areas where we could just listen to the sounds and see beautiful things and let that become a prompter to talk to God. It was a great way to escape the constant feed of information we have in our society. And find a new quiet space to pray.
0: So Caleb that brings up an episode I wanted to remind you of. Uh, you've probably got mixed feelings about this but I remember you accidentally left your mp3 player in our room at San Vicente, uh, and that was about a third of way into the walk so we had several more weeks ahead of us. Um, up to that point I remember you being really plugged in quite a bit listening to music and while well, there's nothing wrong with that it, it sort of I think became a distraction for you and so what were your feelings around losing your mp3 player and did that change the the Camino for you after that
1: well I was kind of bummed at first obviously I was a 13 year old and that was my source of entertainment during that but um That was the first of three iPod Nanos I've lost over a couple of years. So I think God has been trying to tell me something about being plugged in too much. So
0: I'll interject here. You just got an iPhone now, an expensive one. Please don't lose that, okay?
1: (laughs) I will do my best. It's a lot bigger than an iPod Nano, so I think it'll be easier to keep track of. But um, up to that point on the Camino... I often had my earbuds in listening to music, but losing the iPod forced me to be aware of my surroundings, which I soon realized was far more beneficial to what the point of the pilgrimage was. And now looking back, I'm glad I left the iPod in San Vicente because it made the rest of the walk far more meaningful.
0: Yeah, I I think that's an important thing I want to underscore for our listeners. Uh, With the type of prayer walking we're encouraging, I would really encourage you to leave the earbuds behind. Leave them at home. I know they can be wonderful tools for our devotional life, but it often is at the loss of having our senses distracted from things God may want to show you while walking or things he may even want to say directly to you. So, Caleb, let's move to the present, and I'd like to know how your experiences on the Camino, on this extended prayer walk, how has that shaped your life today?
1: Well, the practice of getting out of the house to walk the dog or run has been something I've picked up. It just feels refreshing to be out in nature without distractions, just you, your mind, and Jesus. And it's that going for a walk without distractions that makes me just think about life and that tends to lead me back to thanking God and asking Him for help and forgiveness where I need it. I think it's an extremely important thing that we often miss today to let our minds process with no added distracting input, and not to just squeeze prayer in where we can barely fit it, but to intentionally take time to go out and walk with God rather than being on technology and such.
0: Thanks so much, Caleb, for... Being with me today, I appreciate hearing your insights and I love the way you are letting God shape you through practices like this. So now it's time for you to go out and give prayer walking a try. That's your homework. And we would love to hear your experiences with this and any of the practices that we talk about on this podcast. You can do that through our social media pages, which are listed in the description And I want to leave you with three things to think about as you try this particular practice. Number one, be kind to yourself. As we have said, these are practices, which means it's probably going to take a while before anything like prayer walking feels natural or even significant if you haven't done it before. You may hear nothing from God when you go out. But I pray that you will be able to trust in the truth that he is with you. And I believe takes great delight at any movement towards him that that you would make in engaging practices like this. I know that when I walk with my wife or others, there often is a lot of silence. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing going on between us. Trust in the power of Emmanuel. Which is a biblical name for God that literally means God with us. Isn't that wonderful? Number two, I think it's a great idea to start your walk with a simple prayer. You might even use one of the breath prayers that Kaylee led us in last week for the first few minutes of your walk. A prayer that I often use when I take off on a 30 minute walk is God, what do you want to talk about today? I'm listening. And then finally, number three, let your surroundings, those things you encounter on your walk, be a means of directing your attention to God. Obviously, Thanksgiving is appropriate in so many instances. You notice a beautiful flower that causes you to stop, or you observe how brilliant the color of the sky is on a particular day. Well, go ahead and thank God for that. That's one of his blessings that he's gifted to you on this walk. Or, you may pass someone on your walk and you smile at them, say a short greeting, but then as you walk away from them, shoot up a quick silent prayer that God would bless that person on this day. Prayer walking is very much a with God kind of activity, that after practicing for a while, I bet you will find yourself naturally inviting God into other activities you do in your daily routine. That is the hope anyways. So your homework, take a 20 or 30 minute walk within the next day or so. Number one, be kind to yourself. If this is your first try at something like this. Number two, start out with a simple prayer, acknowledging by faith that God is with you. And number three, tune your senses, your sight, your hearing, your sense of smell to your surroundings as you walk. And let them point you back to our great creator. It's been so good to be with you today. If you are finding these podcasts helpful, uh, please share them with your friends. And we would also be very encouraged hearing from you as well through our social media links in the description. Blessings to you and enjoy your walking.